Hey, Fox, we just living our life, right? Four and three and two and one. Just play. Four and three and two. Everybody, let's get They call me Mr. Fox Known for making ladies scream and jump for nothing socks Yes, it's all real I'm king of the hand Call Carl Davis, pack him up and ship another man Told you last time, but I swear y'all must not understand me Girl, come home with me, let me introduce you to my Grammy family Like Uncle Aka, Aunt Annie, accolades I got plenty Got that kind of drop, you got a willing with a semi baby. Get your friends inside with me Come on, girls, just ride with me Plenty of girls that wish they could be standing on the side of me Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting hour. That's right, 60 minutes of our favorite and your favorite Infinite Love Talk Radio here on Blog Talk, our most favorite spot to hang out every Saturday at 5 p.m. That's right, everybody, and we are your hosts, Doug and Jackie Christie. You can join us live by calling 347-215-8305 or by joining our chat room throughout the entire show. Today we are discussing addictions and not the kind you may be thinking of. We're talking (laughs) addicted to movies, flicks, pictures. And I am the first to confess, you guys, that I, yes, 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 I am very hooked on movies. I just love them. Perhaps it's my entertainment background or our entertainment background, not really sure, but I do know that I really enjoy checking out a really great movie with my husband, of course. Oh, well, thank you, baby. The feeling <laughs> is mutual for sure. Now, why don't we let our listeners in on some of our favorite picks as far as movies go? Okay, cool. Here we go. All right. Leading it off, I will say Pope Fiction. We're talking Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. He he just did a wonderful job with this movie. Samuel Jackson, John Travolta, Bruce Willis, a star-studded cast, and it just made for an ultimate classic. Oh, most definitely. And then next up, everybody, you know you remember this movie, Scarface, mm-hmm. starring Al Pacino, okay, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Both of them extraordinary actors and actresses. There's a whole bunch of people. That cast, I don't remember all of the names, but all those were great actors. That movie was phenomenal. It's still one of the top movies being downloaded and sold throughout the country, throughout the world, pretty much. It just, he really put himself down. Al Pacino established himself as a wonderful actor, I think, during that. I'm not sure if he got an Oscar. He should have. I don't remember. I wasn't watching Oscars back then. We're going to talk about the Oscars, though, later in the show. But Scarface is my number one pick. Ooh, number one. Okay, well, I got one. Harlem Nights, and when I say Harlem Nights, this is one of my all-time, if not one, the all-time favorite. When you talk about a cast, you got Eddie Murphy, uh, Murphy, uh, Bill Cosby, Red Fox, Richard Pryor. First time everybody on the same set together. This movie right here stopped them cold. Harlem Nights. Oh, my goodness, and you are not kidding. And then we're going to jump right on into Love Jones. You guys remember that? Mm-hmm. Starring Lawrence Tate. That movie, and Nia Long, who is a sweetheart, we adore Nia, that movie was great. The all-around cast that it had in it, all the way down the line, was fabulous. What the topic was, what the conversation was about, the fact that it was about, you know, a relationship, they was having spoken word. Oh, my God, Love Jones is just an all-around great movie. If you want entertainment, pick up a copy of Love Jones. 
you are not lying, baby. <laughs> also, we have uh, a can't miss, especially Black History Month, Roots by Alex Haley. Now, this right here is uh, a movie of all movies. Uh, Talking about slavery, letting us know and seeing where we came from it is just a beautiful movie from the start to the end. And seeing that Alex Haley has said he took 12 years to find out his lineage. Uh, if you don't see the movie, also read the book. Incredible movie, though, Roots. Oh, yeah, Roots. Oh, my God, we can't. And you know what? We just happened to finish the series of it. And it took us about four to five days to watch it. We loved it. We looked forward to watching it every single day. Roots. You're right, baby. Excellent pick. Next, we jump right down to Born Identity Series. Mm. Born Identity Series, I always put the in front of it, but it's Born Identity was the first one, and it has a series. Born Identity, come on, babe, come on, come on, hit me off. What's that? Matt What's Damon? the series? Oh, uh, let's Born see. Identity, Born, Born Identity, Supremacy. And uh, Born Ultimatum. Born Ultimatum. I knew he would know because actually, you guys, it was his favorite first. And then I just kind of, you know, stole it and took over and was like, honey, let's watch all of it. So we got the series pack. So you can get the series pack right now for a really great price. You know, Walmart, Fred Myers, whatever. And you got to check it out. Watch all three in a row. If you can do a marathon like we did, we watched them all one night, had a glass of wine, <laughs> some popcorn, some dibs. You know, dibs is the chocolate-covered vanilla little ice cream balls that you used to get at the movies. Bon oh, bon. my God. It was like we was at the theater for real. We watched all of those. We call those marathons. The next one? I have The Departed with uh-huh. Jack Nicholson, Matt Damon, Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio, and, of course, Mark Wahlberg. Now, you're talking, if you like police movies, if you like adventure movies, this is one. It'll have you tied up all the way till the end because you want to know what's going to happen, and it just keeps going. This is a really good one, and to see a cast like that, Jack Nicholson is one of my favorites, and he really, uh, again, as he always does, puts his foot in it. Oh, my God, you are not kidding for sure. Then we're going to jump right on down into the next one. The next one we got up, everybody, is called The Best Man. Mm. That movie was awesome, wasn't it, babe? Oh, I like that one. That was a good one. I, I that agree. was the one we got introduced to. What's his name? Come on, come on, come on. The Best Actor. Green uh, Eyes. Uh, come on. I know oh, you know. Oh, man. I, see, come I, on. He's I one of your even, favorites. I, I can't even think of it. Uh, <laughs> you're killing me. Uh, okay, we're going to come back to that, you guys. I'm not going to tell him. I'm going to let him say it. Before we get out of this section, though, of talking about our favorite movies, he's going to tell you guys because I know he knows. It's one of his favorite actors, my favorite actor, too. He was fabulous. It was his breakout role, we think, because that's when we was like, wow, who's that? I mean, he was playing the guitar in there and everything. I know you guys know. Uh, I see the lines is, is uh, lighting up, so just jump right in if you do know and, and tell us what we ta- who we're talking about, and we'll move right on down to the next one. Body of Lies, mm-hmm. starring, again, Leonardo DiCaprio and Russell Crowe. Government movie at its finest, and you want to see what they do and how they're dealing with terror, world terrorism and different things and all of the different uh things they have to deal with it, how they get in and out. Oh, this is a serious one. Uh, you got to check it out. Body of Lies. Oh, my goodness. That movie was off the hook. I'm, see, and the reason, if you guys notice, we haven't been telling you about the movies because we don't want to spoil them for you. We want you to go out and enjoy them, get them, bring them home, watch them, whatever, you know, catch them at a hotel. If you happen to be in, in one of the hotels, they always have these great movies on there as well. We don't want to spoil it by telling you the plot or nothing. All we can say is these is hot movies. We thought this through when we made this list, and we wanted to help you guys out with getting some great flicks. If you want to, you know, impress somebody, go pick out any of these we're talking about. The next one we jump down to is called 
Ghost Rider. Now, you guys know this actor, Nicolas Cage, always a fabulous actor, always going to bring a lot of, you know, fire to whatever role he has. It's an awesome movie. The um, I saw a lot of the different advertisements when we were in L.A. with our daughter doing her album, uh, myself and my husband and some friends of ours, and I kept thinking, we got to see that movie. Well, me and my husband was one day able to catch it, and we loved it. I just thought it was just put together very well. you got to check out Ghost Rider. That's right, babe. Also, we have Basic, and when I mm-hmm. say Basic, we're starring John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson. Now, this one right here is going to keep you guessing from the beginning to the end. Check this one out. It's a lovely, lovely movie. Oh, it most definitely is. And then we're going to jump down to the next one, which is called Ray. Everybody knows Jamie Foxx put his back into it. Mm. Regina King came with it. I think she should have got an Oscar for it. I'm pretty pretty sure she's she going to get one. She's not only our friend, but she's a sweetheart, and she's a damn good actress. Regina King and Jamie Foxx tore it up. Ray, you got to get Ray. And if you get Ray while you're standing there, because I know it's probably <laughs> close, grab this one. Ali, starring oh, yeah. Will Smith and Jamie Foxx. Now, when you talk about a movie, Will Smith, it fit him to a T. He looks just like Ali. Puts on great performance. Jamie Foxx, fantastic performance. And you just look at him, and you know, now these men are doing some serious acting. Ali, <laughs> check it out. Oh, my God. And they also had Winona Gay. Or, or, yeah, her name's Winona Gay, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Winona Gay in there. She just tore it down. Jada Pinkett, all of those people. Oh, my God, Ali, all-time favorite. Next, we got somebody, and I'm going to say the name of the actor first before I even go right here, okay? Do you, do you think I should, honey? Yeah. Forrest Whitaker. Ooh. Everybody out there, I know you're going, okay, okay, okay. We're talking about The Last King of Scotland. That movie, all I can say is that movie, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That go get it. He put his back into it. You, man, I, you got it. I'm not even going to say anything. The last thing is Scotland. <laughs> check it out. Now, also, those are all movies uh, that you might want to watch by yourself or with that special someone. But also, for the kids, there's always movies out there for the kids, and you got to check those out, too. And they got some great ones out there. Starting off with Finding Nemo. Now, you talk about animation. Pixar really did it this time. Finding Nemo is a fantastic kids movie. It is something that grown-ups are going to love to see. you got to check it out. It's all about in the water, what goes on in the sea. It's a great one. Oh, my God. It's one of my favorites, you guys. And we watch movies with our son all the time. We always watch movies with him first. And then once he's put to bed and tucked in and stuff, then we're able to watch our movies. And it is just a pleasure. It's so colorful and bright. It's a great movie. Next, we'll jump down to Shrek, the series. That has become my all-time favorite as far as the younger movies go. Shrek, I love Shrek. I love the characters, his wife, everybody in there. you got to get Shrek, and I'm telling you, old and young, you're going to fall in love with it. No question about it. Then we also have Shark Tale. Got mm-hmm. Will Smith in this one. Uh, he's doing voiceovers, but does a fantastic job. You, you got some serious, serious characters in this one. Shark Tale in the water. It's, it, when you talk about sharks, you talk about man. It's a can't miss. When you say music, brightness, happy, it, it gives oh, it yeah. all to you. This oh, is a yeah. great one. Shark Tale. You like that one, babe? Oh, I loved it, honey. Now, can I ask you, isn't Jada Pinkett also doing voiceover in it, or is that Angelina Jolie? That's Angelina Jolie. Okay, she, yes, another great she, Yep, she's in that one also. Now, one that I watched uh, uh, yesterday with our son is called Everyone's Hero, and this is a story about Babe Ruth, and he gets his bat stolen, and a little kid tries don't to get it back. It's, uh, but you got to see it. You don't know what happens. you got to check it out. Everyone's Hero. Happy movie, definitely. 
Oh, my God, you guys. And a movie, let me tell you what they say the meaning of a movie is. Part of the dictionary, of course. It is a form of entertainment that enacts a story by sound and a sequence of images giving the illusion of continuous movement. They also share with us some history on movies. And I'll give you a little bit of that real quick. The making and showing of motion pictures became a source of profit almost as soon as the process was invented. Upon seeing how successful their new invention and its products was in their native France, the Lumineers quickly set out, those are the people that they say created them, quickly set out about touring the continent to exhibit the first films privately to royalty and publicly to the masses. In each county, or country, excuse me, they would normally add new local scenes to their catalog and quickly enough found local entrepreneurs in the various countries of Europe to buy their equipment and photograph, export, import, and screen additional products commercially. And so that's kind of how it got started. So they give you a lot of information. All you got to do is Google it and just put in their history of movies or what are movies, and you can read more. I won't bore you guys with this long dialogue about it, but I can tell you, we are addicted over here. We love them. It takes your mind away. You know, um, one thing I want to share really quickly is when you're busy and you have lists to do and you have things to do and you've you got just a ton of stuff and you don't sit down and enjoy yourself a good movie, when you finally make the time to do it, and I have to say I have to emphasize make the time, you are really blown away. You forget that like when you were a kid and you didn't have tasks to do and really a lot of stuff to do, all you had to do was play or watch movies and stay out of your parents' hair, you you forget how much fun it really is, and it does truly take your mind off of it. Now, I'm talking about movies that is either saying something or is entertaining. That's good. You know, I, I, have, I have low tolerance for anything that's not, you know, intellectually stimulating, but I will watch, you know, comedies and so on if I know that that's what the movie's about. But I, I guess, you know, being in entertainment and just wanting quality entertainment, I can tell you that we're we're very well versed on picking some good flicks for you guys. So take we're gonna go over the list one more time with you real quick before we get out of this segment. You wanna start it off, baby? Yes, I will. And number one leading it off as we always do would be Pulp Fiction. Next we got Scarface. Then we bring in Harlem Knights. Love Jones. Roots. The Born Identity series. The Departed. The Best Man. Body of Lies. Ghost Rider. Basic, Ray, Ali, The Last King of Scotland, Finding Nemo, Shrek the Series, Shark Tale, and Everyone's Hero. And you guys, again, remember, movies are, per the dictionary, it is a form of entertainment that enacts a story by sound and a sequence of images, giving the illusion of continuous movement. And we just, we could just sit and talk, you know, and and go over movies, but we just wanted you guys to know that we are addicted over here, and it's okay for you to be addicted, too. And jumping right on in. No question about it, baby. Hot Topics is where it's at, and in the world of news today, what do you have for me, baby? We got President Barack Obama. He wants to have, meaning cut in half, the budget deficit by the end of his first term. President Barack Obama addresses mayors in the East Room of the White House in Washington on Friday, and he wants to cut the federal deficit in half by the end of his first term, mostly by scaling back Iraq war spending, raising taxes on the wealthiest, and streaming, streamlining government. And administrating officials said Saturday, as the president worked to finalize his first budget request, Obama's proposal for the 2010 fiscal year that begins October 1st projects that the estimated $1.3 trillion deficit that we have here in the United States, 
he has inherited it also from President George Bush, will be halved to $533 billion by 2013. Now, that is fabulous because if you guys really look at this, we just did a $787 billion bailout. So if he's able to halve this to $533 billion, I can do the math, and I know you guys can too. That's going to be really good for us, I think. I totally agree, baby, and uh, when you look at that, if you're able to cut it in half, then it mm-hmm. becomes something that, that we can work with. And he says we can't generate sustained growth without getting our deficits under control, and that is, uh, I would have to say, true, because once you get uh, what you owe under control, then you can look forward and see what you want to do. Oh, most definitely, everybody. And then next we got the Oscars. They are tomorrow, so stay tuned and check them out. We are rooting for Brad Pitt, of course, and Taraji P. Henson, as well as Meryl Streep. Honey, you got anybody you rooting for? No, I can't say that I'm rooting. I'm rooting for everybody. Oscars oh, are a big time. I, but I haven't, uh, I haven't looked. I've been watching movies, so all my Oscar winners are probably old now. Wow, okay, well, check it out. They got a lot of people up there. I know the list goes on and on, but when you have, like my husband just said, when you have so many great actors and actresses in one place and they're vying for to take home that gold, it's very hard to narrow it down. I know they sent out all kinds of voting, you know, uh, ballots to everybody to to vote for these celebrities to win, and unfortunately, we didn't get to vote. But uh, was my name on the list for supporting actor? Because I might be the best supporting actor. If That's that was right. Up. And and you guys, you hear what my husband's saying? Keep your eyes and ears open and check us out because we might end up on the big screen someday. You know, we got we got aspirations to doing something like that. Next, we have it is official, y'all. There is a new blogger on the scene. Yep, and you can find him at MVN.com. That's M is in money, V is in Victor, N is in nope.com. A great sports site. If you guys go there, you're going to find him. And guess who it is? It's yours truly, my hubby, Doug. And he's there. Again, you can go to MVN.com weekly. Check him out. Check his blogs out. They're going to be fabulous. He did it last year as well, and they asked him back, and we're honored to be a part of it. That is a wonderful site to find out a lot of sports information. And, you know, real quickly while we're on that, I want to tell you about a couple other sites, too, that will give you some great information if you want to stay up on your sports. And that's ESPN.com, NBA.com, and HoopsHype.com. Those are also some great sites. But MVN.com is where you will find my lovely husband. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> and you know, we it's it, it would be almost impossible. It would be it'd be rude if we did not talk about beauty, fashion, and lifestyle on every segment of our or at least one segment of our show every week. Because you know, with this world being this society being driven so much on appearance, we got it. We gonna share a little bit of you know some of our ideas and tips with you guys. That's right, babe. And well, why don't you start it out? Share something with me that I don't know. Share something with you that you don't know. Let me see. How about this, y'all? Check it out. Treat yourself to a spa. Okay? You can go to the center, the spa place, or you can create a home spa. You deserve it. If you want more information on how you can do it on a budget, call me. Or you know what? Instead of letting me give out the number, I'll tell you, email me. Email me at our MySpace, which is, you guys ready for this? Get your pens and paper and stuff together. It's MySpace.com forward slash... D as in Doug, A N D, J as in Jackie, Infinite Love. So, myspace.com forward slash D and J Infinite Love, and I will give you all the hot tips and information on doing it on a budget. Ooh, I wrote that MySpace down. I have to check that out. All right, baby, I got dark chocolate for everybody out there. And when I talk about 
dark chocolate. I'm talking not just your regular milk chocolate. I'm talking dark chocolate, 70% plus cocoa. If you look in Men's Health magazine, it's good for your heart, bittersweet, but, oh, man, is it good. I'm telling you, if you like chocolate, you might as well go ahead and spend the extra 15 cents and get the good stuff. Dark chocolate. Wow, that's a good one, honey, and he does like dark chocolate, y'all. Okay, next one, French, um, trench coats. Oh. Ladies, you can get them. They're long. You can get them short, whatever you want. They are the best accessories you can get right now to keep you in fashion, okay, because remember this is fashion, beauty, and lifestyle we're talking about. Get you one. You can wear it with jeans and boots or with a dress or by themselves if you want to push the limit a little bit. Get yourself a trench coat. There you go. Also, I'm going to go with some food here. Now, if you like to step out a little bit, try some Thai food. And I'm telling you, you're going to like this. (laughs) This is Asian Thai food. Good stuff. Try the chicken satay. That comes with a peanut sauce. It's a a piece of chicken, and it's curried, skewed, and, man, is it good, I'm telling you, with the peanut sauce. Also, pad thai, P-A-D-T-H-A-I. Try it, pad thai. It's noodles. You can get it with shrimp, chicken. I believe even if you like pork, they have that, but it also has carrots, sprouts, peanuts, and sauce. Now, when you talk about Thai food, they give you an option. One star is mild, nothing. Two stars, it's getting a little bit. Three stars, you you might start getting a little hot here. And four stars, your nose might start running. So we go four (laughs) stars ourselves when we eat the Thai food. But check it out and uh, let us know what your star tolerance is. No, most definitely, you guys, Thai food is delicious. And I see the call lines are lighting up. Jump right on in the conversation. Or you can just sit back and chill and listen. Just hang out with us. Um, And the music, that's cool and everything, it kind of low because it's kind of hard to hear over it, but it's beautiful, though. Next, we're going to jump right into the next one, and that is stick with your workouts. Even if you think you have hit a plateau, you will be amazed at how resilient your body really is and how it will still begin to burn with minimal exertion if you just stick with it. And I am a walking example. I'm very excited about everything. still wear my baggy sweats and all that because I just love to be comfortable. But I'm seeing the results. I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm feeling more energetic keeping up with my husband a little bit more, so it's cool. She's in it, y'all. I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you, you guys keep watching. She's, I'm, I'm liking it, so uh, she's giving you good advice. Stick with the workouts. I got something for you, and it covers the gamut. It is a Nintendo Wii. And it's not just for kids. Believe you me, we is a fun thing to do. You can do it with your kids. You can do it with your spouse. You can challenge couples and have fun evenings. Mm-hmm. They got tennis. They got uh, bowling. They anything that you want on the Wii. They have all types of uh, adapters for it, boards, boogie boards for snowboarders, anything you want. Check it out. Wii might be a good investment, something that you can do with that loved one or your kids and really have a good time. Oh, most definitely. And he plays it, you guys. I'm telling you, him and my son being there killing. My favorite on there is bowling. It is just so much fun. Our little boy taught us how, taught me how to play it, and I can't beat him. Can I beat him yet, honey? Uh, I think you beat him, but he has actually a higher score because oh. uh, our, our uncle came over, and he actually is a pro bowler, and he gave Dougie some advice, and he ended up bowling a 186. So he's doing some yeah. things. Oh, my God, it's crazy. Um, I got something I want to share with you guys. This is just a little, you know, food for thought, and it is. And this is what you can take throughout your life. Act as if you already have achieved your goal, and it is yours. 
and that's by Dr. Robert Anthony. That's something that I really, really, really take to heart, and I have little, like, writings and sayings in my purse in different places, and, like, when I'm doing errands and just different things, and just, you know, we're goal-setting because our family is highly goal-oriented around here. We're always trying to think about the next move and things that's going to keep better in our lives and in other people's lives and trying to make a difference to help people that um, that need help. You definitely need to act as if you already have achieved your goal, and it will be yours. So, you know, think about that. No question. I like that one, baby. You do? I'm so glad. And then now, you know what? We got something real special to share with you guys. This is a little um, sweet something that we <laughs> that we enjoy ourselves, and we want to share it with you guys. You ready, baby? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm boogie. I'm boogie. Okay. This is titled, A Naughty Little Poem. And here we go. She whispered, will it hurt me? Of course not, answered he. It's a very simple process. You can rely on me. She said, I'm very frightened. I've not had this before. My friend has had it five times, and she said it can be sore. It was growing rather painful. Tears formed in her eyes. It was hurting quite a bit now. It must have been a sigh. Calm yourself, he whispered, his face filled with a grin. Try and open wider so I can get in. It's coming now, he whispered. I know, she cried in bliss. Feeling it deep within her now, she said, I'm glad I'm having this. And with a final effort, she gave a frightened shout. He gripped it in anguish and quickly pulled it out. She lay back quite contented, sighed, and gave a smile. She said, I'm glad I came now. You made it worth my while. But if you really listen to this carefully, the dentist you will find, it is not what you imagine. It's just your dirty little mind. <laughs> So actually, you guys, I know this is our love section, and we usually like to open it with the motivational poem, but we, we that's a poem that um, we find it tickles us. And we love, you know, the way that the content kind of plays out, and then at the end it shows you that they're talking about the dentist and a lady getting her tooth pulled. But we thought we would add a little humor and have some fun with y'all out there. And I, I see um, the emails and texts, so... Some people are kind of familiar with the poem, honey, and they're laughing, but, uh, you know, we just wanted to share that with you guys. And this week in our questions and comments from you, before we jump into sports, is? Well, uh, number one, they want to know something from you, baby, and it says, mm-hmm. Jackie, are your friends jealous of your close relationship with Doug? As I have two best friends, and they are often jealous of my new fiancé, and I don't know what to do about it. And this is local, Kim J. from Seattle, Washington. Um, oh, I would have to say that if they're your true friends, they shouldn't really be worried about it. But then again, I kind of dealt with that, so I won't name any names, but being honest with you, girls tend to do that because it's that whole sisterhood thing. And once you get with someone else, it seems like they think that maybe you're forgetting about them or something like that. I've never, I've been kind of a loner, so I always have my own apartment, that kind of thing, hung out by myself. So I really, and I've had close friends and stuff, but I really didn't, um, feel like that when they got boyfriends or fiancés or husbands or whatever. I just did my own thing, so it's kind of different. But I've had to deal with that and gotten into some arguments with some of my girlfriends who felt like I didn't have time for them anymore once me and my husband started, you know, doing our thing and having a family. And I had to explain to them, you know, I just took time to just say, look, you know, I have a family, I have children now, things are different. We can't just hang out. You're welcome to come and spend some time with us. But it's us. It's all of us. And that's cool. You know, I don't mind it. But 
you know, that's what I kind of did, and you might want to try that. And we're still friends. We're cool and everything, and now a lot of them have their own relationships where they have kids and they understand. So with time, you know, I'm not sure your age, but um, you'll probably find that you, it'll work itself out. But talk to her um, definitely. And then number two, we have, guys, what did you do for Valentine's Day now that the surprises can't be ruined? Oh, she ain't going to let you get away with this, honey. What's Tina that? from Atlanta. Oh, no. Well, you know what? Valentine's Day was it's always special because mm-hmm. I have my wife. But you know what we did? We relaxed and we watched movies. And unfortunately, <laughs> my wife was a little bit under the weather. So we just yeah. relaxed and hung out and watched us some movies and enjoyed each other. Oh, yeah. We just we just did that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It was really fun. Um, next we have... I got one here. It says, Doug, is it easy to be faithful after being married for so long? Greg from Detroit, Michigan, he says he's about to get hitched in three months. Uh, catch word is hitched. Uh, <laughs> but I'll, I'll say this. I will say, yes, If you, it's easy because if you can do it for one day, a lifetime is no different. It all It's all about love and it's all about family and support so yes i say it is very easy just uh love your mate and don't think about being hitched <laughs> no most definitely and then number four we have you two are such a great example of true love and marital commitment god bless you miss bradford in memphis tennessee and if you're listening thank you so much we truly appreciate that no question about it. We love the questions, the comments, everything. It always adds so much spice to the show because when we can uh, go back and talk to you guys and communicate right. that way, it just uh, not only does it make you feel good, but you you can uh, be part of what we're doing and we can talk to you guys because we want to hear your comments also. And definitely you can call us live, 347-215-8305. Or you can go into our chat room. We got some people in there just kind of listening to the show. Thank you for coming. We love hanging out with y'all. And anybody that missed this show, always, you know, you can come back anytime and go through the archives. That means the whole show, it is recorded. It's also on iTunes. It's everywhere. You can just click it and sit back and listen via your computer. Or you can call in and listen to it on your phone. So that's that's however you guys want to do it. It's, it's cool. And um, we got something real special for you guys today. Remember I told you last week, honey, I said, we're going to change it up how we kind of introduce sports. Mm-hmm. I think that it's about time we just what, – what do you think? You want to you wanna go back to the other song, or you, you just feel in – Hey, uh, I like that right there. That's what I'm talking about. That's hype music because last week when the whistle came in, I could see I, – well, I can't see him, but I, I knew he was dancing because he liked that right there. Whistle, are you with me? It's sports time. Hello. Hi. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Whistle, the world of sports, they're doing a lot of stuff out there, so we're going to jump all over the place. Well, I'm I'm a little bit somber right now. I have to let people know we want to say uh, God bless to Utah's uh, owner, Larry Miller. He died of diabetes. Uh, and you can't say enough about what he's done for that organization. Jerry Sloan, uh, he's been there for almost 20 years now in stability. Uh, hats off to, to Larry Miller, no doubt. Well, Wizzle, the injury report in the NBA looks like a book. 
you got Odin in Portland with a knee. You got Granger in Indiana with a foot. Manu, San Antonio, his leg. Uh, Tracy McGrady, his knee. KG, sprained knee. Amari Stoudemire, six to eight weeks. Detached retina. Dunleavy, a knee. And Jarvis Hayes, a torn thumb ligament. And, uh, of course, you know Agent Zero is still out in Washington, D.C. Uh, out of all those guys, uh, who's hurting uh, the most, their team? Well, that's a really, really impressive list of uh, compiled of some uh, injuries that are key players. We're not talking about role players. Uh, we're talking about key players uh, to your teams, to your franchise. Kind of, it's, I don't know, it seems like there's a common theme going on, uh, maybe where uh, uh, teams aren't taking as, as, as good, good of care of, as their uh, commodities as they should, if you will. Uh, but out of all those injuries, Obviously, Agent Zero has got to be right there at the top of the list. Uh, you look at the big signing in the off season and uh, the contributions that he's made this year has not justified uh, at least one of his checks yet. So uh, you have to look at that and, and look at what it does and look at Washington right now in the hole. You know, I keep seeing, and I can't think of all of the players, but I bet you it's like three or four players, and I see these thumb injuries. Have you seen a couple guys? Jarvis Hayes is the most recent one with a thumb injury. And I was thinking, I mean, could we attribute that to like Xbox or something? What's up with the thumb injury? You know, I don't know if that's uh, something that's common with the new generation in terms of texting and uh, Blackberry, uh, Sidekick, all that, even whatever you have. Uh, or just the fact that this is just a game where they kind of have to do more in terms of reaching and gambling, or they allow the defense to do the same in terms of how you get your injury, uh, just to, to make the game better and make it be more entertaining because the guys are out there obviously training, uh, trying at a high level. So I'm sure, you know, the little uh, injuries that where we would get uh, – you know, a, a little finger feel like it was dislocated or somewhere. I jammed my finger, which is it maybe taken to another level. And hey, maybe we were all getting hurt anyway. Yeah, hey, you got a point there. You never know. Now there were some trades in the NBA. They wouldn't call them blockbuster, a couple of them, but we wanted to get your insight on it. Uh, you got Brad Miller and Sammons going from. Sacramento to Chicago. Chicago sends over Nocioni, Gooden, and a couple other guys. Uh, how, how do you see that trade working out? I think that's a big time deal. Uh, obviously, Chicago has some uh, uh, some familiarity with uh, Brad Miller and him being there some years ago and making an All Star uh, game as an uh, as a player for the Bulls. So uh, obviously, that's a big key. They I can't really think of right now a better center that they have on paper right now. So you got to at least give them that because uh, Brad Miller is legitimate um, and you have to respect him. And then you take it a step further in terms of the uh, the, the, the the acquisition of uh, Mr. Sanders, which is huge because you get another player to play alongside, obviously, uh, uh, which you have a, a great point guard in place with Derrick Rose. I'm sure that Vinny uh, Testaverde is loving it. Not Vinny Testaverde, Vinny the Black is loving it. Vinny the Black, that is right. Now, we also got uh, Larry Hughes goes to New York and Chris Wilcox gets to New York. Now, will this help them? I mean, they're they're looking to, to do some up-tempo style stuff. And uh, these are two players, Larry Hughes, a slasher, and Chris Wilcox way above the rim. What do you think about those traits? That's, you know, again, another interesting deal. I really think that the deal, if it would have went through with uh, Tyson Chandler in terms of 
with Chris Wilcox going to play with Chris Paul could have really, really uh, paid off huge. Uh, I don't think a lot of people know what type of game he has. Uh, and he's not a guy that you can throw all alley-oops to. He actually has a little bit of offense on the other end. Plays a, you know, a decent level of defense. So uh, I do think that it's going to be a huge acquisition. Uh, you know, you get a lot of talent and you get it in, in a bundle and a guy who plays with some swagger about him. So anytime you got that, uh, I'm sure that Tony will take care of that. Mm-hmm. Now, what is happening? Uh, Tyson Chandler, uh, they, they trade him, and all of a sudden they rescind the trade. I don't think that I've seen that happen since Sean Elliott, when he went to Houston, they sent him back to San Antonio, and he ended up winning the championship. And Robert, he was traded for Robert Ory, and he, both of them ended up winning the championship. So it worked out good for both teams. But Tyson Chandler goes back, I guess uh, something's wrong with his toe. Well, you know what? Hey, this is probably the the, uh, the biggest mystery to me. Um, obviously, there's a lot of things going on with professional players' bodies that uh, probably the common person doesn't know about. But if he didn't pass the the, the physical, what can you say? He didn't pass the physical. Uh, I'm sure there's a problem that uh, that New Orleans know about, and maybe it's been something that's been minor, but it's been a, a thorn in the side, so to speak, in terms of dealing with that toe. So um, obviously, if he didn't pass the physical, and that, and that was the final hurdle, it was a real hurdle. So that's the only thing I could say about that one. Well, now I would say maybe in your regard, do you think that this last trade probably might help the most? You got Rafer Austin going from Houston to Orlando, and uh, you know he's gonna. Jameer Nelson is out for the whole year, and he's not coming back, and he probably won't be back till next year. And with those type of injuries being a smaller guy going to the hole, he might back away a little bit because you know you get hit, and that's what happens to your shoulder. So, what does Rayford Austin bring? to Orlando, maybe that Jameer Nelson didn't quite have? Uh, first and foremost, he brings a, a little bit more, there's no disrespect in any way, shape, form, or fashion, just credibility. This, we're talking about a guy who's obviously a playground legend. Uh, he's made his way to the NBA through the, probably the most difficult course of getting it done in terms of uh, via college. So, uh you know, you got to give him a lot of credit. And what you are gaining is a, 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 another nice three-point weapon, a guy who's going to really pick it up a little bit, take some chances on defense, and, uh, you know, hopefully it should pay off a little bit. He's got a lot of guys to defer to. And obviously, you know, all you need is another weapon to post up out there with the tripod to take care of uh, any of the double teams that Dwight Howard's going to see. So I think he'll fit in real well, and I think he'll help him out a little bit. Uh, I, I definitely agree with you. When you look at Jameer, uh, he, he's a lot more offensive-oriented. He, he's definitely trying to score the basketball. And uh, look for Rayford Austin. I mean, you got Hito. you got your big guy inside. I mean, you got three-point shooters on the outside. He's going to get those guys the ball, and that really could work out for Orlando. So we might have to keep our eye on them. Well, in Phoenix, Terry Porter is out. And uh, it looks like the Phoenix Suns are back to running. And uh, they put up 140-plus on the Clippers. No, Mind you, defense isn't real big with the Clippers, but they put up 140-plus. And uh, I just wanted your comment on the fact that does this say that the team was holding out on Terry, or does it say that our style wasn't working, meaning we thought that slowing it down is going to work, and now that Terry's gone, we're going to just play a different style. Which way do you think that went? Well, obviously, I do think that Terry's 
uh, style. Obviously, it had to have some effect. We're talking about a team that put together 140-plus three games in a row, and this is unheard of in NBA type of game. So we're talking about just going all at it. Uh, whoever can go get it, go get it, and we're just going to see who can score the most. And that's what basketball was pretty much was always based upon. Uh, Terry Porter's uh, snow philosophy was based upon defense and a little bit more uh, playoff basketball oriented. Well, hey, it's not playoff basketball right now. you got to get to that point, and this is probably the best way to do it. You don't have to take uh, have your uh, star players take a game off from a walking style. You can have them take a game off from a running style, though, and this will be a good way to take advantage of that. Uh, you let everybody take advantage of minutes, play at time, and get their, get honed in and get their skills back ready. So uh, they can be a dangerous team. Uh, we just got to see what happens uh, in terms of injury-wise and all that type of thing. Yeah, I think Amari out six to eight weeks. That would put him out till the end of the season. Obviously, he is a player, though, that can come back and do some big things. But your eye, that's kind of going to mess with uh, what you're looking at. So that could be difficult. So keep your eye on Phoenix. Now, when you look at the Eastern and Western Conference, uh, in the East you got Boston 44-11, and 11, Cleveland 41-11, and 11, and Orlando 39-11. and 11. Who do you think is going to get home court out of those three teams? You know, it's going to be big, but uh, I just I, I really think that Boston's going to somehow be able to pull it off. Uh, they play really well. Uh, the absence of KG for the next two to three weeks will will really, really set in in terms of uh, character, uh, their identity, and what we do in terms of their role. Players come off the bench and starters, and everybody has to step their games up. And I do believe they have the personnel to do that, so... It's going to be a, a, a really tough challenge, but I really think that in the end, it's, uh, in terms of the records, the teams were able to put up in Cleveland defending home as well as they have. I think that Boston, in the end, is going to get I have to agree with you, Wizzle. I, I really think that uh, as unfortunate as it might be uh, for the Boston nation to be, or Celtic nation, however you want to say it, to be looking at KG right now and possibility out for a couple of weeks or maybe three or four games, uh, this is the time when teams really, like you say, find their stride, find what everybody does. You get some more experience. Those guys off the bench get some more experience, and all of a sudden he comes back, adds to the pot. He's not a selfish player, so when he comes back, he's going to you know, just fit right in and do his thing. It could be really big for Boston, and I agree with you. People have been kind of counting them out and uh, flying under the radar, I guess, after you win a championship, so you're going to have to watch those Celtics. In the West, we got L.A. 44 and 10, Denver 37 and 17, and San Antonio 36 and 17. Uh, is it a done deal, L.A., or uh, do you think uh, Denver or San Antonio could sneak up on them? Well, obviously the injuries uh, uh, that are plaguing L.A. is huge, are huge, but uh, they have a, a good bench. Trevor Reza has really stepped this game up this week, this year, and uh, I've yet to see Adam uh, Adam Morrison siding. So uh, their bench is kind of bolstered a little bit, uh, you know. So I'm curious to see what happens. Uh, obviously, the Spurs, they're dealing with the same injury bug. Listen, uh, Amanu Ginobili, which is a key piece uh, for at least in the next couple of weeks or so. So, uh, hey, we've got to see what happens. Uh, everything's not written in stone, and, you know, there's some good basketball left to be played out here in the West. 
Now, now you, we talk about L.A. and San Antonio. Everybody knows about them. But that team that kind of no one's really talking about is the Denver Nuggets. Do you think they can finally make some hay in the playoffs? Because, uh, I mean, for the last few years, they get in and they're out, bumped in the first round every time. If they can stay in that top four, get the first round home court advantage, can they get out of the first round this year? Well, they definitely have action. Uh, they play basketball at a high level. Uh, they definitely, uh, with the high level of, of play, they utilize their athleticism and the talents of the team. And Carmelo Anthony seems to be uh, a little bit more comfortable right now. So definitely they are a dangerous team. And it, it remains to be seen. Obviously they got leadership taken care of. Uh, we've got Chauncey Billups at the point. So uh, uh, they got a really, really good chance. Uh, and, it, again, playoffs are all based upon matchups and what type of teams are going to be playing each other for the next seven games or so. So uh, you just got to deal with that and, and, and hope the games fall in your place. So uh, they do have action at it, though. No question. Now, I don't know if you saw Wizzle or not. Charles Barkley is back on TNT, and I'd have to say it was really good to see Charles back. They gave him a chance to, you know, talk about everything that happened. It was fantastic. Uh, happy to see him back. TNT is uh, back on the block, no question. Now, Griffey back in Seattle. Wizzle. Uh, what do you think that does for the the Mariners, or is it just good to see King Griffey Jr. back in a Mariners uniform? Well, obviously it's huge. Um, when King Griffey Jr. left here, and I, I really, uh, I truly remember the time because I'm a huge King Griffey Jr. fan. Uh, he had complaints about wanting to get closer to home, and I can completely understand with that because. You know, you can go anywhere in life, but it seems like there's no place like Seattle, Washington, for me personally. So uh, if you're just constantly attracted and driven to go home, it's something that's inevitable for you. And he had given us, given us about 10 years of his of his best, and he'd given it all to us. Uh, he helped us build a new stadium and, and so forth. So uh, him leaving was bitter, but him coming back is really, really sweet because. Uh, he had a chance to, to go to Atlanta Braves, and which is obviously closer to his home, but there was just something which uh, drove him to come back to Seattle. And I think it's the weather, the area, the, the type of food you can have, and just the atmosphere. It's a real cool place to be, and I think that uh, he decided that for him and his family right now would be a, a cool place for to do the adult thing. So that's really, really cool for me. No question about it. I have to pick up one of those Griffey jerseys and support him. Now, we're talking back. Charles is back. Griffey's back. And Tiger Woods is back. This Wednesday, Accenture match play in Arizona. He is the defending champ. What do you expect to see out of Mr. Woods? Well, I expect him to look good. Uh, I expect, uh, you know, obviously everything's going to be heavily scrutinized. I don't expect to see uh, Sunday Tiger in, in a red shirt, but I expect to see somebody who's you know, kind of shaking out the cobwebs from being off from their craft for a little bit. And uh, let's understand it's going to take a while for him to take tap back into that greatness. So, uh, obviously, uh, his surgery is, you know, we're going to be looking how he's walking, how he moves, if he has that extra snap in his in his swing after that drive. So uh, there's a lot of things we're going to be looking at. And I think there's something that definitely golf needs and could use, and I'm sure that they could concur with that. And no question about it. Well, in the world of the National Football League, well, you know what's happening. It is coming to the draft, and 
I just wanted to talk about one player because they're, they're saying that he's the next Larry Fitzgerald. I don't know if you want to put that much on his back. Mr. Michael Crabtree, wide receiver, Texas Tech, 4.5440. Uh, not blazing, but neither was Fitzgerald or Jerry Rice, who were uh, maybe both Hall of Famers. Jerry, definitely. What do you think about Mr. Crabtree? Well, obviously, it's huge. Uh, he's a great player. He's uh, physically uh He's chiseled from his uh, in terms of being a receiver, and uh, another thing that gives you an insight to the type of player he is is that uh, Larry Fitzgerald was uh, uh, quoted as saying that uh, Mr. Crabtree was uh, years beyond uh, where he came, where uh, where he was when he came in as a rookie. So, uh, in terms of route running, and uh, we're talking about the ability to catch the ball and put your hands up and and to come up with some balls that most uh, NFL receivers can't. So. Uh, that's really, really uh, uh, some good kudos coming from uh, Larry Fitzgerald. And so, hey, I'm waiting to see what happens. I noticed I didn't see a bunch of Texas Tech, but every time I got to see them, they played well. And, uh, yeah, he could snatch the ball. It wasn't a problem. But uh, they're playing with the big boys now, and so that remains to be seen. So we'll wait to see what happens on that. No question. Well, we're all around the globe, all around the sport and news world. Everybody out there, tune in next week, same time, same place. Wizzle, your insight is always, always well appreciated. Until next week, same time, same station. Chili dog, steak fries, keep it simple. I'm out. And everybody, we um, want to thank you again for tuning in to our show. Um, as you know, our show today was talking about being addicted to movies. And not only are we addicted to movies, we are addicted to each other and the love that we share. And I had some great conversations with the people in the chat room today. Thank you so much for joining us on that. And we just want everybody out there to know, pick up our book, definitely. Um, if you're looking for some great ideas and advice, and you just want to, you want to hear someone else that um, on how we our take is on marriage and how you know we've made it you know past the ten mark um, line, whereas in a society you know marriage is not something that's common no more. Divorce is you know it's the five minute divorce now, and that's the popular hot thing. But it really doesn't have to be that way. And I just wanted to remind you we do have a book out. It's titled No Ordinary Love. A True Story of Marriage and Basketball, and it's by myself, Jackie, and my husband, Douglas, so Douglas and Jackie Christie, and definitely it's sold everywhere that books are sold. It's at Barnes & Noble, Amazon. You can go to our publishing website, um, or you can go to JackieChristie.com and get more information about it. But I really see there's an outpouring um, of support uh, for our relationship and our marriage, and also people really wanting to know, people really wanting to to get information, and, and they want it simplified, and I think our book does that. So definitely check it out. But, again, this show was all about being addicted to movies, and my husband has a surprise. It is Black History Month, and we were going to save it for next week because our show is all about a tribute to black history. But we are going to share some extra movies with you guys that is um, just all about black history. No question about it. And when you talk Black History Month, you got I got some movies for you that you got to check out. No question about it. Well, we all already said Roots. That is a no-brainer. Please check it out. We also have Shaka Zulu, the African mm -hmm. king with the uprising against the British government. Check that one out. You can't miss if you like comedy. That would be life. Eddie Murphy at his finest with Martin Lawrence. 
a classic Eddie's All Over the Place Coming to America. Fantastic movie. Also, Black Caesar. I won't say any more. Check it out for yourself. Sidney Portier comes in old school to serve with love. You gotta check out Sidney Portier, the young Sidney Portier. Richard Pryor was the originator, which way is up when he played nine million different roles in one movie it was something to be seen then you got the color purple and this was an instant classic you have to check that one out oprah winfrey uh put in a fantastic performance in the color purple uh keep it comedy friday the series the whole series ice cube did a fantastic job with that uh Five Heartbeats. Now, this is a movie right here that uh, when when you talk about heart, it's going to touch your heart. It's a lovely movie that everybody out there is going to enjoy. Uh, Purple Rain with Prince. I'm telling you, he put his, he didn't know if he could act or not, but he sure could sing, and he did a heck of a job with Purple Rain. And it wouldn't be Black History Month without talking about Spike Lee always. Do the right thing uh, and or school days. Uh, He was putting it down and has been putting it down for quite some time. There are some movies for you. Definitely, and those are uh, movies that African-American actors have starred in. So if you want some other great titles, um, some other great movies to check out, make sure you listen to the archive. If you're coming in late on the show, go back and listen to the first part. We talked about a lot of great movies, a lot of modern movies that's out right now. I got a couple sayings that we want to leave you with. Um, It's winding down to that time when we must say goodbye But um, first, we wanted to share with you, and these are in my new book titled Woman, A Practical Guide to Loving the Skin You're In by Jackie Christie. You can get a lot of great information in there, but here we go. He who does not hope to win has already lost, and that is by Jose Jaquan Ominito. Okay, here's another. Put your heart and mind and soul even into your smallest acts. This is the secret of success, and that's by Swami Sarvananda. And the final one I wanted to leave you guys with was, without self-respect, there can be no genuine success. Success won at the cost of self-respect is not success. For what shall it profit a woman or man if she or he gains the whole world and loses their own self-respect? And that was by B.C. Forbes and an anonymous writer. You definitely need to check it out. Again, the book is titled Woman. A Practical Guide to Loving the Skin You're In. Some fabulous information in there. And until next time, we want to tell you guys thank you so much for your your wonderful support and dedication and coming and checking us out. And share with us your ideas. If you want to have us have someone on the show, um, definitely write in to us, to our MySpace, and we will. Um, We have some great people coming on this month. They will be joining us next month as well. So, um, again, have a safe week, and everybody take care. See you here, same time, same place.
Thank you.